It's 12.01, The Witching Hour. You're listening to WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. You are cleared for departure. Your destination, the late night fright. Commencing transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan and with me as always is my very Crypt Keepery co-host Faith. Say hi Faith. Hi Faith. Faith, we've been going through the vaults. Mm-hmm. We found two episodes that we never released. I know. We had our sights set on doing the entire run of Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> we got two episodes in. <laughs> This was last year, right around Christmas time. We completely forgot. <laughs> How dare we? How dare us? How dare us? How dare us? Yes. <laughs> well, this episode is being released on December 25th, 2020. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all of you out there all around the world and to any interdimensional beings or astral travelers that may be tuning in or here in the studio with us. Welcome. And Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. This is our gift to you. This is our gift to the world. We haven't heard these in a long time. I don't think I want to hear them. I don't, I don't think I want to either, but this is our gift to you, the listeners. You can let us know how it is, because I don't want to listen. Or don't. Yeah, or don't. Keep it to yourself. Keep the gift. So the great thing is the second episode is a Christmas-themed episode. Yes. So, so here you go they're both in santa claus they're both about (laughs) 10 minutes 10 or so minutes each Mm so here you go first episode of our run through tales from the crypt enjoy we'll see you on the other side of this Welcome all of you boogers out there to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my very dusty, very dead, very crypt-keepery co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Faith, why did I introduce (laughs) you as my very crypt-keepery co-host? Because we're talking about Tales from the Crypt, of course. I mean, I hope that's why you called me that. (laughs) Tales from the Crypt. Well, I, I... call you that all the time do just I look never that dusty today? never Goodness. to your face no but you do look a little crypt keepery <sighs> um tales on the crypt 30 years ago this year it premiered on hbo this is one of the very first original hbo series it was not uh boxed in by any kind of censorship issues so they could really go for it on this show and <laughs> did they go they for it definitely they did. really <laughs> did uh the executive producers on this show are names that you probably recognize i would hope that uh some of them would be familiar to all of you out there you have walter hill who's a producer on the alien franchise he's also the director of such movies as southern comfort 48 hours uh bullet to the head will sylvester stallone uh richard donner director of the omen superman the movie from 1978 the goonies in 1985 and of course the lethal weapon series you have Joel Silver, uh, he's a producer on such titles as Commando, Predator, and Die Hard. You know, those movies are all right. 
And yeah, they're decent. Then we got this guy, Robert Zemeckis. We talked about him on the show when we talked about What Lies Beneath. He is, of course, the director of the Back to the Future trilogy, uh, the aforementioned What Lies Beneath, and the greatest horror film of all time, Forrest Gump. <laughs> How did I know that's where you were going with it? <laughs> I stand by it. Forrest Gump is a horror film, but you have some really great oh, yeah. talent behind the scenes mm-hmm. on this. This show is amazing. This is a rewatch for me, but when I say it's a rewatch, we're talking from you know, 25, 30 years ago. Faith, this is the first time watched for you. We're very excited to be doing this, and we are going to be doing every episode of the original run. This will be semi-regular i'm there like 93 episodes 93 episodes <laughs> and we're going to talk about all of them right now <laughs> well the first episode that we have up is called the man who was death Ooh, Ooh. this was directed by walter hill as we said he is the director of 48 hours and this stars the great william sadler who is most famous for his roles in Die Hard 2 as Colonel Stewart. He also played the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's, uh, the second one, Bogus Adventure. And he is coming back in Bill and Ted Save the World. Bill Sadler is one of our great character actors. Uh, very fond of him. I've always enjoyed his work. So Faith, uh, brief synopsis here. The executioner for the state, uh, did they ever name what state it was? I don't think they did. I don't believe they did. Not that it matters. (laughs) He started off as an electrician. He was taking care of the generators. He got a promotion. He got to pull the switch on the electric chair. That seems like a really big promotion. (laughs) Right, right. Take care of the generators? I guess just kill everybody. <laughs> I guess the uh, the penal system promoted from inside. They didn't yeah. get, seek an outside hire. They were just like, "Hey man, we got Niles over there. He's 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 taking care of the generators. Let's get him." Do How it. would you like to kill people now? <laughs> well, Niles Talbot, as played by Bill Sadler, uh, certainly seems to have jumped at the chance. He oh, relishes yeah. um, his job. So. He's the guy who pulls the switch. That's his job. Um, He loses his job when the uh, death penalty is voted out by the state legislature. He finds himself with nothing to do and also unemployed. So, Faith, what does he decide to do? He decides to take matters into his own hands and execute people who were let free. Is that what? Um, Who got off on technicalities. Yes. Uh, Who were possibly. Murderers. Possibly. I say possibly guilty. They were guilty that got off on technicalities or that he deemed guilty himself. He served as the executioner in faith. What is his favorite method of execution? Electricity. (laughs) He has a beautiful soliloquy in this about electricity. How just never let you down. He uh, he likes it. You know, gas and lethal injection. That's if you want to put a dog down. You know, not a man, though. No, use electricity. Uh, what did you think of this episode? Because this is the very first one. This is the first episode that kicks off this incredible uh, series that had a seven-year run, I believe. I loved it. it. I honestly wasn't expecting this story for some reason, but I, I really liked it. It was really different. I haven't seen anything like this that I can recall, you know? Yeah, it uh, it has a Twilight Zone-esque vibe because it loops back around on itself mm-hmm. with a little twist that is a hallmark of the series, the little twist. That little twist comes from the EC comics that these are based on. Uh, those EC comics are absolutely classic. They were an influence on Creepshow, uh, the, the two movies, and of course in the series that was on Shudder. 
this series really gets that. And mm-hmm. uh, they have a whole lot of fun with this. I really love this. Yeah. I think this is such a fun episode. It really I, is. <laughs> you know, and uh, what did you think of the character of Niles Talbot, the man who uh, really enjoys his work? I liked him. He was, uh, I won't call him evil. I mean, he's evil, but what's the word I'm looking for? He's, um, I don't even think he's evil. I think he's doing <laughs> us all a favor, you know? <laughs> Justice needs to be served. <laughs> Justice needs to be served. And Niles Talbot is taking it upon himself. He's not using our hard earned tax dollars to do this. No, he's doing us all a solid. No, of course, what he's doing is wrong, but it's a whole lot of fun watching him do it. It is. I love the fact, because to me, what this is about is someone who is a workaholic. You know, this isn't about capital punishment you know it's there in the back you know right serves as the backdrop no this is he loves his job so much that he just wants to do it (laughs) not even get paid you know he wants to go yeah he's going pro man yeah he's going he's privatizing the uh execution industry freelancing (laughs) freelancing yeah uh what did you think about his uh methods of of uh execution here because he does use electricity and uh it's yeah, it's pretty brutal, it isn't is. it? My favorite one was the man and the woman in the hot tub. <laughs> Kills him in the hot tub, yeah. I thought that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Yeah. My favorite kill was the one we didn't get to see because at one point he's going to execute a go-go dancer mm-hmm. who had killed someone. And she's in a metal cage and she's dancing at the club and he's got it all set up to go. <laughs> except the feds were on to him and they yep. pick him up. So you didn't get to see the uh, bird in a cage go <laughs> As it was, but uh, I think this is absolutely fantastic. And the twist here is that he ends up getting caught himself and is executed with electricity. Mm-hmm. And he's executed. I got the idea. It was by the man who replaced him as the uh, generator <laughs> yeah, watchman. The electrician. <laughs> because there's a scene where he wants his old job back when he oh. loses the uh, executioner gig, but it's been taken by someone. And uh, then. When uh, he gets executed himself, we're led to believe that it's the man who took his job there <laughs> doing the executing. So this is such a fun, fun, it fun is. episode. And I love that little twist. You know, the tables turn, you know, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Walter Hill was one of the writers on this. This is adapted from, uh, as I said, from a story from the EC Comics. Uh, I feel like uh, Niles had some neat things to say about lots of things not related to what he was doing in this episode. He had some neat things to say about employment, about women, uh, not necessarily things that I agree with, but he, you know, I love the little asides he has, you know, this guy is very intelligent. He's not an idiot, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, just great, great episode. What a great starting point. So speaking of starting points, this is also the very first time that we are introduced to the Crypt Keeper. The Crypt Keeper was designed by Kevin Yeager. Fun trivia bit. The Crypt Keeper save, uh, shares, I should say, saves, not saves, shares eyes with the doll Chucky because Kevin Yeager designed that doll as well. And they use those eyes. I uh, believe it's the whole the whole frame was, it, cool. was a Chucky frame. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Yeager, of course, uh, did makeup for lots of movies. Uh, famously, he did Robert England's makeup for several of the Freddy movies and in uh, Phantom of the Opera from 1989. Faith, what do you think of the Crypt Keeper? He is our master of ceremonies. Uh, there was a Crypt Keeper in the comic books. He was uh, redesigned drastically for this show. What do you think of this design and the voice provided by John Kassir? I love him. I think he's kind of cute. <laughs> 
of course I would. <laughs> I think he's precious. And it, and his laugh is is awesome. I don't know. <laughs> you forgot one major component: the awful puns. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this episode ends with the crypt keeper electrocuting himself and getting a real jolt out of it, as he says. <laughs> Um, how do you feel about him as the master of ceremonies? I'm okay with it. <laughs> I, I feel like his presence and the way that they wrote and designed and just shaped him really sets the tone for yeah. this, you know, cause this is a fun show. This is oh, a yeah. show that, uh, it's got some thrills and some chills, you know, uh, as one reviewer put it so eloquently, the show has guts, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, they're going for a humorous tone with this yeah. and uh but there's some real nice suspenseful moments in it too yeah it's a nice blend of both and yeah i love it absolutely now you have watched the entire first season mm-hmm. how do you feel about this first season i am a huge fan and i want to watch the second one right now <laughs> i do too i don't know why we have to do this show when we have <laughs> tales from the crypt sitting out there just waiting for us um absolutely adore this it, it's it feels just so together like as a season, even though it's all different, you know, things going on, but it just, everything kind of, it flows good, if that's what I'm trying to get at. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you feel like this was about anything other than some of the things we talked about? Do you think that there was some bigger message here outside of uh, the entertainment value of this, which is great? That's and as I said, the good. workaholic uh, side, I love that, you know, right. being so into your job, you have to do it even when you're <laughs> unemployed. Did you see anything anything else here? Not that I noticed. I was having too much fun watching it. <laughs> what about you? Uh, no, which I think is the point is we just, you know, we have fun yeah. watching this show. So yeah, that's what happened. And we're going to have fun talking about this show. Uh, as we said, this is a new segment here. We're going to be doing the entire run of Tales from the Crypt. We're going to be just knocking them off whenever we can. These are not going to be very long shows, but... Uh, if you're out there, they are available right now on Vudu for purchase. Uh, they're not available to stream digitally for free, I believe, anywhere. I believe it's purchased. So uh, well worth the purchase for this first season. It's six episodes long. Highly, highly recommended. Yeah, this is this is really good stuff. <laughs> That's right, boys. Boils. Boils and ghouls. <laughs> there you go. That's right, boils and ghouls. So well, on that note, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. that was short and painful that's what she said there it is if you're still with us thank you we appreciate it we hope you enjoyed your gift so that was the man who would be deaf starring the great william sadler now here's the christmas themed episode and all through the house this was also done in the 1972 film had joan collins as the woman in the house this one does not We haven't heard this in a long time either. I'm scared. <laughs> I think I'm more scared of that than I am the, the show. Right. Right. So 
here it is. Our gift to you. We will see you on the other side. Welcome, boils and ghouls, to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my very macabre co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Last time we did this, Faith, I called you very crypt keepery. You called me Dusty. And Dusty. <laughs> and you know what? What? I didn't feel bad about it. I just wanted to change it up for this. That's fine. Yes. What are we talking about, Faith? <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. We are going to be doing the entire run of the HBO series that started 30 years ago. This is a wonderful series. In the very first episode, we talked about some of the talent behind this series. We have Richard Donner. We have Walter Hill. We have Joel Silver. We have the very great Robert Zemeckis. Faith and I are both huge fans of Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. Robert Zemeckis directed this episode. Faith, what is this episode called? It is called An All Through the House. This was also written by Fred Decker, who is the writer-director of The Monster Squad, another favorite of ours here on The Late Night Fright. We have an episode that's out about The Monster Squad. And Faith, where is that available? Wherever podcasts can be found. That is a shameless plug. And we also have done What Lies Beneath, directed by Mr. Zemeckis. And Faith, where is that available? It's also available wherever podcasts can be found. <laughs> it sure is. So this episode and all through the house uh, aired on June 10th, 1989, a little over 30 years ago. Faith, would you like to uh, let's start off with a brief synopsis of this episode. Let's get it kicked off. So it's about a woman played by Mary Ellen Trainer who was married to Mr. Zemeckis at one point, I believe. And she murders her husband, mm-hmm. who is stepfather to her daughter. So yes. her second marriage were to take. Um, that man is played by Marshall Bell, who you might remember as the sadistic gym coach in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, Faith. We have to do it. We did an episode on that. Where is that available? Wherever podcasts can be found. Wherever podcasts can be found. So she murders her husband, and it is uh, Christmas Eve. But Faith, what has been happening outside uh, of this house during that time? There is a madman from that escaped from a mental hospital, dressed as Santa, with an axe, killing women. That's what they do. Usually on the holidays. Yeah. Um, that's usually how I feel on the holidays. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's my, um, that's my Christmas usually. Yeah. Don't tell anyone I said that. But um, so what did you think of and all through the house? I loved it. After watching, well, watch, you know, we, we discussed, we had watched the whole season. This was one of my favorites from all six episodes. It was so cool. <laughs> Yeah, uh, very dark, very slashery vibe to it. You know, and Robert Zemeckis, who won an award for uh, directing the greatest horror film of all time, Forrest Gump. Right. I stand by it. Um, He is, uh, we talked about this on the What Lies Beneath episode. He's a big fan of Hitchcock, but he's a big fan of popular filmmaking. Like, he's not a movie snob. And you can see the influence of these slasher movies mm-hmm. on this. You can see the Halloween influence here, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think for him, it was probably a great outlet to make something like this. You yeah. know, um, you know, this is television, so it's not a big budget movie. But um, I absolutely love this. Now, 
what happens is uh, Larry Drake, who was very famous at the time for being on a TV show called uh, L.A. Law. He played a mentally challenged man named Benny on that show and won several awards, uh, gained you know national popularity for that. He's also appeared in the Sam Raimi film Dark Man, and he was also in a little horror film called Doctor Giggles about a killer dentist. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that on the show oh, at one okay. time. <laughs> um, he has a very creeptastic look to him, and I understand he's a really nice guy in real life. Of course so, he is. <laughs> of course he is. Uh, he plays our evil Santa Claus here. What did you think of the evil Santa? He was really cool and absolutely creepy. I mean, everything about him. This was <laughs> really disturbing. I don't want the Santa to visit my house. Did it creep you <laughs> out because he was dressed as Santa? I think so. I think that's... Yeah. I was getting a Silent Night, Deadly Night vibe from this, <laughs> you know. Um now, the story, though, as much as he's involved in it, you know, is a huge part of it. There's also a story going on with the Mary Ellen Trainer character mm-hmm. because it's how would you describe what she is going through in this? That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> comedy of errors because yeah. she kills Marshall Bell. <laughs> she has to drag him outside. Then she gets accosted by the guy in the Santa suit. Then she kills, quote unquote, kills the guy in the Santa suit. Then he he's not dead. He gets up and keeps terrorizing and gets gets her, uh, you know, gets her daughter, mm-hmm. you know, and then and along the way though she drops her keys, which fall through a hole in the wood, which are then under the house. She can't seem to hold on to her keys or keep the door from locking on her. It's this whole comedy of errors that's going on with her, and I was giggling at a lot of this. Right? Yeah, she missed his head with the axe, and <laughs> did his face change every time? She was trying to hit him with the axe. Yes. The face changed every time that she was hitting him with the axe. Yes. And uh, so she's killing the husband for the insurance and the Santa shows up and the police call, but she doesn't want the police to come out because she has this dead husband. Dead body on the front lawn. Out in the snow by the well. And then the, then the evil Santa shows up and we end up uh, with her screaming on the stairs and I have a feeling because Robert Zemeckis was married to Mary Ellen Trainer at this time. They were married for, I believe, 20 years from 1980 to 2000. Um, did you notice the camera kept going in on her and she would scream? Mm-hmm. And then there would there'd be a little break and she'd scream again. Mm-hmm. And I think he was taking devilish delight in uh, <laughs> in having her scream. I really do. Did, did, were you catching that? It was like, uh, it yes. just went on just a little bit too long. Yeah, I little, got that. I got that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so as we said on the first episode, Tales from the Crypt is based on the EC comics. Um, they were published in the 50s. How do you feel about these uh, these adaptations so far? This is two episodes in. We have watched the entire uh, six-episode first season. How do you feel about this? Because I've read a few of the comics, and they're pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they can go a little further than they could right. in, the, uh, in the 50s with this. But how do you feel about these? I, I really like them, and, and it kind of makes me want to read the comics for some reason. I don't know why, but it makes me want to just kind of see how similar they are. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty close from I, what I, I remember. I guess they're so fun, so I assume the comics are just as fun or you know, yeah. just as cool. When I was a kid, I was very lucky because they started re-releasing a lot of these, and you could go to the uh, newsstand and pick them up, and so I was reading cool. a lot of these classic you know, Tales from the Crypt mm-hmm. and Vault of Horror things and i just fell in love with them and that sense of humor and the the twist at the end you know it's all in there 
How do you feel about the formula here? Because, you know, we've seen the season, obviously, you know, this is 30 years old, so there's no spoiling anything. Um, you know, kind of Twilight Zone-esque with the little, with the little twist, but mm-hmm. the macabre humor behind all this, the real dark gallows humor that flows through this season. How do you feel about that? And also, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, the melding of comedy and horror seems to work really mm-hmm. well. How do you feel about um, the tone of the show in general and then also uh, the melding of comedy and horror? I, I love the tone. I like the blend of the horror aspect, but you still can giggle while watching this because, again, it makes it so fun to watch. You don't want to stop watching it, you know? The macabre element yeah. is so much fun. It reminds me of being a kid and when you first discover Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Man, it starts sorting out the emos from the straights, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. um, no, no, this, this, I love the tone, you know? Um, and I'm a huge fan of horror and comedy mm-hmm. meeting in the middle. Me uh, I think they serve the same purpose, the catharsis, big word. Whoa. Big word, the catharsis of the laughter, you know, right. uh, the release, you know, that mm-hmm. release. Like I remember there's been so many times watching a horror film when I was a kid that was scaring me and I couldn't turn it off. I had to watch it all mm-hmm. the way to the end because I had to have that release of everything's OK. Right. You know, and that uh, catharsis of laughing when something is funny. So there's a lot of similarities between the two things. And this. This episode kind of gets a lot of that. The mm-hmm. series has a lot of that. And they wouldn't have the Crypt Keeper as the MC if that was not their intention. <laughs> right. You know? And I know I asked you this on the first episode. The Crypt Keeper, how do you feel about He's the He's Keeper? awesome. He, he's, he rules. He's so... I think he's cute. I keep calling him cute because he is. <laughs> I do. I think he is absolutely precious. I absolutely adore this series. We're going to be doing uh, every episode of this series at some point in time and uh it's it's this first season is really amazing if it's been a while since you've seen it go back and watch it these are available digitally now on voodoo they were not available for purchase for a long time i don't think they're streaming for free but uh they are available out there and they're well worth the watch this is a perfect 22 28 minute you know you'll you'll get a, a nice little Nice little chill every now and then, but a, a nice laugh, and it's just, it's it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can get through a whole season really quickly. You have a lot of fun doing it. Yes, yes, <laughs> you can. So, well, until we uh, talk about episode three, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. That was not what I wanted for Christmas. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in. We hope that you are happy and healthy. And we hope that uh, however you're celebrating this holiday, that you're you're doing well. Absolutely. And just remember, 2020 is almost over. 2021 is just around the corner. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. Yes, I believe. I believe it. We hope that you got what you wanted for Christmas. We hope that you didn't get a lump of coal. No, or a slashing Santa through your house. Or a slashing Santa through your house. Nobody wants that. You said you do. Maybe I did. You're a little weird. I am. That's why I love you. (laughs) Faith. Ho, ho, ho. That's a good way to end it. 
God blesses everyone. And to all a good night. I think we're done now. I think we are. Be sure to tune in to the Late Night Fright available wherever podcasts are found. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can at Late Night Fright Podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at Late Night Fright Podcast. And Faith is on the gram at I'm a normal alien. I am Dan. I am Faith. We'll see you on the other side. And Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho.